Well, if you're ready to go, I'm ready to go. Ladies I'm and gentlemen, go, it's our week today. It's episode 37. We're back in the bunker. We're back deep underground oh. after oh. being out in the in the wild last week. I'm thrilled that we were able to do that, but um, you know, just to do it every week is probably a little bit more challenging. So, and also, you know, the uh, I've heard that the quality was not not as good as it could have been. So, apologies for that. We'll work on getting that right but <laughs> how's it going it's all good no all good. um shout out to rogue pub for hosting us rogue so pub. that was pretty cool we they went were, rogue it was pretty cool it's like it reminds me of um i don't know like a north florida dive bar uh, type of situation so yeah i like that i'm, fami- I'm familiar with those i like it that it's funny because cool. we don't like we have folks in jacksonville we have um we have listeners in jacksonville but i think that's like the furthest north in florida i don't think we have anybody from out in like the panhandle where i'm from from so um we got to break into that market at some point we'll we'll, we'll get to your boy matt gates and st- a story later but um that's <laughs> that's it that's his uh his district um shout it out is. to our new what's that i said it is it is it it's is a story uh, we got some new listeners oh yeah uh, a couple new spots here a couple new ones from mountain view california and uh baltimore maryland What's going on with you crab eaters up there? Oh, yeah, Baltimore. Baltimore. I used to live around there. We got a story about them later, too. And also Hesse or Hesse, uh, Germany. It's um, That's the state where it is. It's uh, like Frankfurt and some other big cities uh, known for its beautiful forests and cultural, you know, uh, like uh, cathedrals and market towns and stuff like that. So welcome to the team, everybody. Oh, yeah, we got Germany, Baltimore, and doesn't get any better than that. And California, Mountain View. That's the rich people. Mountain View is Silicon Valley. Yeah, Silicon Valley. That's awesome. Some some billionaires (laughs) watching. He's he's (laughs) he or she's entertained. So I appreciate it. Are we gonna sell out, dude? If they say, "Hey, we're gonna here's what we're gonna give you for your." Dude, we will sell out in a heartbeat. A heartbeat. <laughs> Do this again, no problem, right? It's, build it yeah, from the ground up. We'll build it from the ground up. We got a couple other ideas. So. Yeah. Have you um Have you seen or read anything good this week that you'd like to plug? Um. Yeah, I'll shout out one show that is back, and it's the third season of. Uh, it's on Netflix, and it's the Formula One show. Formula One. It is okay. fucking great, and even Sounds if you're good. not a form, even if you're not a Formula One fan, I suggest you start from season one, and um, you really get to see the lives behind the scenes of these fucking super athletes. Like, yeah, so people it's, uh, have the reflexes of of a air of a fighter jet pilot. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No texting while driving those cars. Um, <laughs> no. I've but they do that, a lot while they're driving. Yeah, no, I mean they're they're looking at a lot of different things. They're looking at a lot of di- different instruments, and they have to pay attention to the physics and the toll in their body, their bodies. Um, that sounds. Yeah, wild. They, I I always um, I am one of the uh, in the race world. Um, always said that NASCAR to me is the most skilled because to me it's like the hardest car to drive. Mm-hmm. I think I still stand by that, but Formula One is the fastest. Yeah. And you have to have these reflexes to go at those speeds that these boys go at or else you will fucking be dead. Um, and then it's about like, it comes down to team, teamwork. Someone can mess you up when you're getting your tires changed. Uh, it comes down to not having fear to like 
straight up just being like fuck it that attitude is part yep. of the show sometimes I mean, it's like fuck it dude my contract's up the amount and and the drama of leaving teams and switching teams and contracts there's only 20 drivers there's 10 teams two drivers each right and there's so much drama involved and politics involved uh and billionaires involved and and it's just like the little teams have like a 140 million dollar budget for someone that's close to like 800 million like mercedes yeah, uh, who who has the black driver and he's the mm. fucking one of the, the greatest driver of all time. Another sport that shout out to black people. You guys are shout awesome. Out to sport. black people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jordan Pele, <laughs> hockey. You got swimming yet, but you're coming. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, are you surprised? <laughs> no, nah, bro. There's just something about athleticism um, and it's incredible like it's in so every interesting sport. that we you know we equate it because you do use your body so much in racing i i think that's probably more of a a sport sport than like like bowling you know <laughs> you're constantly i mean you're you're being tested by the elements and the forces that you're putting on your body uh, versus just kind of rolling a ball down a, a lane so i don't know yeah the tracks are beautiful um they have some hardcore fanatics it's one of the few sports where America's really not dominating and shit mm-hmm. there. So that's a that's different. Uh, there is an American team. It's called mm-hmm. Haas. Um, they're kind of they're way underdogs though. They're one of the smaller teams. I'd like to go um, watch an F one race. Uh, oh, it's my dream. It's in Austin. Yeah, the one here. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, there that's on my bucket list. In Europe, you know, Canada so. has one. Yeah, Canada's got one. That would be fun. What's the name? Yeah, of shout show? shout out to that show. Uh, it's called formula one just put that in netflix I'll, I'll tell you what it's called real quick formula one netflix it's called uh drive to survive and it's season three okay uh so they're always a season be- the season just started last sunday i actually woke up at 11 a.m or i was up but the race started at 11 uh last sunday and it was in was it bahrain it was cool because now that like mm-hmm. you've seen the show you've seen behind the scenes you're like, oh, and it was the first race, so you're like, holy shit! Certain drivers got dropped, others switched teams. Yeah. Um, so it's it's something I'm starting to really enjoy. Oh, beautiful! That was a good way. To shout ask. out to my little brother. He's the one that um, put me on that show one one time when I was visiting him. Uh, he's like, "Have you seen this?" I'm like, "No." He started on a random episode, and I was fucking hooked. I was like, "Oh, this is fucking awesome!" <laughs> there's some personalities. There's some these guys are cocky, like. You got 20 seats and possibly some of the best drivers in the world. Like to get those 20 seats and there's hundreds of drivers. It's pretty, it's, it's pretty interesting. Is there a lot of turn? <clears throat> Last thing on this, is there a lot of turnover? Um, the turnover comes down to, to, to performance. It's a, what have you done for me lately type of mm-hmm. sport. Um, so to answer that there is, but then there's like, there's some veterans, so you'll see like some some teams that will have a young driver. Mm-hmm. Um, then they'll put them up with a veteran that's been in the sport for like nine years, maybe he's won some championships. Uh, so there's some strategies that go into that. Here's the here's the other wild card, which I love about it is the billionaire with the kids. So there's billionaires that be like, I'll sponsor your team, I'll pay for some of the ships since yeah, it's no expensive, problem. but but you got to put my kid in the in the race course because he's and, <laughs> oh, and they do <laughs> yeah they just did that um there's one lance stroll 
And uh, his dad is such a fucking baller. Uh, I'll get into this in some other time in full detail. But long story short, uh, the kid's actually really talented. He's been racing since he was a little kid. Son of a billionaire, doing awesome. And the kid's actually talented. This year, there's a new billionaire that uh, is part of the American team. Uh-oh. And he also made a, spe- a stipulation that his kid has to be on the team. I don't know anything about him. Um, so that's going to be interesting right. to see. So give us an update on that in, uh, in a few oh, yeah. episodes or as you get further in it and tell us what happened with the uh, the institutional nepotism in the American team. <laughs> <laughs> it's always, it's always what, fun to call that out. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. What about yourself? Any new shows? or? Yeah, I, I watched a couple of movies this last week. I had some some time in myself kind of after hours. Again, I've, I've been you know working so much. It's like 12 hours a day probably, but you know, when you get to turn off a little bit, um, I picked a couple things. One of them was uh, A Good Woman is Hard to Find. Have you heard of that? It came out like last year uh, at some of the like smaller film festivals. And I, I kind of looked at it. I was like, what is this movie? And it's this like Irish crime drama. Do you remember the movie Drive, the Ryan Gosling one where he's a driver or whatever? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And he, and he, he's like a super like violent psychopath <laughs> it's kind of like that but he's like autistic yeah it, that's exactly right he has like some some kind of thing about him where he's again he's like a he's like an uh, an amateur f1 driver almost and or nascar driver he's trying to get into that and then he um they you know he gets involved with some gang bangers and decides to go ham on him so uh so this movie kind of reminded me of that, but it's it's set in Northern Ireland, and this woman is like you know on the estate somewhere. She's uh she's living in like the hood, and she's just trying to raise her kids, and she's like broke, and she's looking around. There's all this crime all around her, and um, something like sets her off so that she decides to go and kind of make something of it, like do something about it. And it's not like she becomes a vigilante, but her personal situation, um, you know, something something happens immediately where she's forced into this this situation where she has to go like fight or flight. You know, do I do I make this huge choice that could have you know huge implications that could put me in prison? Um, do I do this? And like she ends up going like all the way with it. So it's a really really good, really exciting little movie. So I would recommend that one for sure. By the title, I thought it was going to be a rom-com. So I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I, I did not expect you to describe it the way you did. I, I think that was probably the point of the title. They're like, oh, you know what? Because, I mean, it's not like it's not like they harp on that. It's not like they say, look at this this title. Look at this movie based upon the title. You, it's, you, you wouldn't have known about it if you typed it into a, a search engine or um, without doing a little bit of back background. Homework. In a one through ten, what would you rate it? Uh, it's solid eight. Like it's wow, that's a that's a quality it's, movie. It's really good. That's solid, a quality movie, movie, ladies and gentlemen. Um, well, the other thing is, it's like you know, it flips the you know single mom kind of in trouble story on its ear. You know, I mean, she's like she she turned and it takes her a while to get there, but she turns into this like fearless person and. Uh, I think people would look at that and say that's a that's a success story for for sure. The other movie, and I don't remember who told me about this one. I don't I don't, I don't know if I heard about it on a, another show, but it's called La Jarona, and it's not that shitty like stupid horror movie that came out a couple years ago. It's not that's that. What I thought it was. 
but it's this Guatemalan movie. It's like the the director's like third or fourth movie. He he does like social commentary, and it's about a real story in Guatemala, where um, it kind of follows this the trial of uh, one of the generals that's like helping to like exterminate the local indigenous population, and it turns out like he was like super guilty, but during the trial there are a lot of people kind of in the crowd that are from that indigenous population that are still alive obviously and he starts to go nuts he starts to go crazy and he thinks that the ghost like the the crying woman la Llorona, is coming to get him because that's not just like a um a mexican or central american like horror story it, that's like a south american horror story too they, they tell stories of that of la Llorona throughout South America as well. So, um, so like, he goes nuts and he starts to see things in his house. So it's like this weird, like politically oriented psychological drama. And at, by the end of the movie, you start kind of like seeing the things that he's imagining. And it's, okay. it's terrifying. <laughs> it is really, really good. <laughs> and it's in Spanish. It's all in Spanish. And part of the movie obviously is the indigenous language as well. So you get some of that too. Um, so check that out if you can find it. And um, where did you see it? Uh, let's see. I watched both of those on Amazon. And I think I think one of them, I think A Good Woman is Hard to Find is going to be on Netflix pretty soon. So if you don't have a Prime subscription, you can go and you can wait and watch that later. Sounds good. Um, and and it was all subtitles or did they yeah like... yeah i mean i can't speak spanish <laughs> so <laughs> i did my best but I, <laughs> I, I was reading um we were talking a little bit about about sports before but um how's your how's your march madness bracket going uh last time i checked i was at 48 percent correct uh-huh which i don't i i've never done it where uh, the computer keeps track. It was old school mm-hmm. by, by like paper and shit. Right. Uh, so let me just check it real quick. Coming up, we've got Baylor and Houston. So two uh, Texas teams going head to head. And then who are the Zags playing? Who's Gonzaga playing? Uh, they're playing Baylor, which is one of my teams. Oh, but shit. I had Gonzaga winning it. Yeah, I had both those teams in the final. Yeah. Uh, two. I had, I, yeah, I had Gonzaga beating Michigan. Mm-hmm. So anyways, I got um, 29 correct. And Trevor, you got 18 correct, which isn't bad. Doing better than I did before. (laughs) I mean, you you really, you went with like your heart and picked like Louisiana. Oh, I did. I did. We talked a little bit about that last show. And I got to say, it was a bad idea. So I instantly regretted it. But speaking a little bit more about sports, uh, there was a Yahoo or YouGov poll that showed that 34.5% of sports fans, when polled this year, say the intersection between sports and politics or social media has caused them to watch less sports. What do you think about that? Um, I saw that coming, man. And I saw that with just how much ESPN used to be a part of my life growing up. Mm-hmm. And then I'd say in the past maybe five years, maybe a little bit more, it hasn't been. So I saw the decline myself uh, in my own life and other worlds um, where ESPN was everywhere. It mm. was, it was, it was on in places instead of CNN. Now that's not the case before, anymore. Yeah. Before it was Disney. I was wondering. Yeah, it was. 
it's not Disney anymore. ESPN's no, not Disney. Is. Oh, no, it is. yeah. Um, and then they started getting really woke, and they started doing a lot of uh, social justice stuff, which I understand. Like maybe they they had the right intentions, maybe not. Maybe they were trying to make money off of movements. But um, there's a lot of people that go to sports to take a break from all that. Yeah. Um, and when you start combining that, um, I, I I think it, it obviously shows with ratings and things like that. It's a little bit more negative. Mm. Um, I've been watching a lot less sports. So, yeah, I, I'm part of that statistic. I think that, you know, you're right. I think people go to watch sporting events and kind of have that as an escape. And maybe that's their only escape. Or maybe they play sports because the rest of their lives are focused on so much other stuff like their families or school or work. And, you know, that's the only place where they can really feel like they can, you know, breathe a little bit and relax and watch people just play the game. Um, I, I think from that statistic, from that 34 and a half percent, those people are probably just thinking, you know, we don't really care what they do with their free time you know, what athletes do with their free time, but the minute it kind of gets onto the court or the field or the pitch, then it starts to get a little, you know, if it's personal, like them personally doing things that, that change the, uh, change the dynamic or the interaction with the rest of the team or with the public. Um, that's, that's what they don't appreciate. They don't mind that, that people are outspoken about social issues or social justice or whatever, just, you know, when you're playing the game, just, play the game <laughs> play the game yeah and some people some people will criticize that and they're like well they have their right yeah, and they do but there's 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 going to be not consequences but just reactions to yeah. those actions yeah and that's a great point you know people are free to do what they need to do but um looking at say the i, I noticed specifically the michigan team has a you know their uniform their jersey has a big blm uh like patch on it that's wild i didn't even and see I'm that like, i'm like <sighs> is that a team decision, a school decision or a personal decision? Because at any one of those levels, I hope that those people understand like the background of that organization and that they, here's the thing. I hope that they do understand. And if they do like understand, then they clearly support what that organization is and what it stands for. It's not about social justice at all. (laughs) It's not. If it's, well, there's two, there's, there's, Okay, that's a deeper conversation because there's two. There's two. There's one where it's just a complete Marxist group that gets accused a lot of uh, not handing out money mm-hmm. to to like their small to like their followers, and they're like only a certain amount of people are keeping millions of dollars. Yeah, um, and they're not really helping out the communities, the yeah, black communities, sure. with that money. Yeah. Uh, and then there's the passionate people that we saw here in Orlando ourselves that are just like real, you know, real life people that um, are for social justice changes with police brutality, uh, where they're not part of a Marxist group. They're yeah, just out there. Completely different movement. Completely different, I, but I that's, they go by the same name. And, they, and you have to separate them because yeah. they're different. <laughs> like you, and and you, it's funny because if you talk to people about that and they don't understand the Marxist background of the BLM organization or that foundation, then they don't believe you. <laughs> yeah, there are groups that are trying to um, like disorganize a nuclear family. Like they don't That's believe exactly in right. like yeah. they don't believe and, in like mom, dads and stuff. I don't really. They, they're more people that the state should run families. Um, uh-huh. I, I don't. 
yeah, that's crazy. So, so that's the other thing is what, which one is Michigan doing? You know, you don't know, yeah. Yeah. but I, I will say this being a Michigan fan since I was a little kid, um, they also shocked me after the 2016 election. They had like safe spaces for their students. We're mm. not talking about kindergartners. We're talking about fucking grown ass college kids. Yeah. And these safe places included fucking Legos and Play-Doh. I was shocked when I read that. I'm like, you fucking people. It, it was kind of disheartening. Most state like, schools have something like that. I'm not sure that they're oriented in the same, like, you know, treating, treating adults like kids or, thinking that a return to youth is like comforting. I don't think UCF's safe spaces have like, you know, petting zoos and Legos and Play-Doh, but this one specifically came out after the election for people that couldn't handle that someone won an election. These fucking people that are going to a very respected, expensive school Mm -hmm. that are the future of corporations and, and all types of aspects of life. It's it's one of the premier schools. Like it's hard to yeah, get. Yeah, no, it's go blue. <laughs> Hell yeah. And that, and then these kids, this generation needed these places. It was it was kind of pathetic to be honest. Um, I'm not someone that I, they they should be able to handle. If you're going to be a part of society and as important as some Michigan people are in society, um, that's not a good look. That's not a good start. I feel like you should handle it like an adult and um, handle your business. You know, yeah handle your business just keep going and and be strong don't even if you do it in the wrong way like there's no safe spaces in the real world (laughs) like you can't that's the other thing it's like maybe maybe some people are trying to make safe places at corporations um maybe that's that's a trend we're heading towards but back then it wasn't it's like you're crazy like they already kind of do that. I mean, a lot of companies, my, my company is one of them. They have like kind of relaxation areas and I'm not talking about a break room. I'm talking about like a, a room that you can go into and just like be by yourself and quiet or like, that's awesome. Relax. And that's different. Yeah. <laughs> this other one is about, you can't control your emotions about mm-hmm. something. Um, and we need to baby you. That's the one good, you're talking good, about, it's like, point. that's a good way of saying it. Cause I think I, I tried to articulate it earlier and I couldn't get it out the right way, but to, to baby or to treat somebody like they're a younger person as a form of comfort, like you're an adult, maybe you need to find a way to unplug or relax or like feel differently, feel better. But infantilizing somebody is not, that's not, uh, like you said, it's not a good look. Um, people don't like it's to be not, down to. They don't like to be patronized. And um, that's kind of the same thing. Treating somebody. Are you going to bring that into the real world? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like in a mm-hmm. college, like you're in a place where you're paying to be there and they're catering to what your needs are or whatever. But once you're in a corporation or you're in the real world or you're dealing with maybe uh, you're in international business and doing with other cultures where those. Oh, yeah it's a sign of weakness. It's a, it's a, I don't know. It doesn't work with everything. So, so back to the mission and this all started from the Michigan uniforms, which I had no idea. I did not see the game. Mm -hmm. Um, It's interesting. Like I, I I can see players having, they have a huge uh, platform to get out a message that they're passionate about. And and I agree with that. I I wonder how much they, how many of them carry that forward after they graduate and after they go on to whatever it is they're doing, especially those that aren't athletes, if they remain active in, you know, social um, movements, 
whether it's yeah that's not to say every player agrees with it either there there might be some smart ones that are like yeah i think there are some that are like i'm not proud that i'm wearing this patch on my jersey that i'm otherwise proud of (laughs) and once again to like our listeners this is not at the people that actually want change in events that led to most specifically like police brutality events it's not it's not really No, some people, some people can't, like you said, some people can't distinguish the two. And that's crazy because I think that's a lot of people. I don't think it's the minority. Mm-hmm. It might not be the majority, but there's a lot of people yeah, that cannot distinguish the two. You have to really explain it to them, which it's like, I have no time to explain this to you. Like, you should know this, but you're, vic- <laughs> you're a victim. Yeah, you're a fucking victim, dude. Like, So, okay. Let's go to headline Queens because I, I brought up Baltimore earlier. We have new listeners from Baltimore. Welcome to the team. Thanks for being here. Hope you stick around. Um, but that city has decided to stop arresting people for low level crime. That's the headline. Yeah, that shit worked out for uh, places like San Francisco, Portland. <laughs> I didn't even know Portland had it. I know in San Francisco, there's plenty of videos of guys just walking into like stores and stealing shit, knowing damn well no one's going to stop them. So because they like you can't be arrested if you're like steal under like 500. So they're just emptying out shelves. <laughs> and yeah, not just that, but I mean, what's considered a, a low level crime? Is it like marijuana possession or like recreational drug use, other recreational drugs? I don't I'm not sure how they classify that, but certainly it's not like property damage or it's not like, you know, hurting other people. Right. That wouldn't be considered a low-level crime. Yeah, I don't understand. And these are always done by... These are always done by very... I guess they're called progressive leaders or they're definitely lean left or leftists. Um, I don't know, man. I haven't seen it where the results were proven to be worth those changes. Mm -hmm. I always see it in the contrary. Yeah, like, what was it? Camden? where they kind of rebuilt the police department from the ground up. They just fired everybody. And, and the new police department is focused on like kind of community policing and they make relationships with, with the, the populace and they have way more police than they did before. But initially it was, Oh, they just dismantled their police department and then their crime rate went down. That that's was a, different. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's completely. Yeah. That, and Camden, <laughs> they, Camden they was the like police union and they held people accountable and now they've got way more police at a lower uh, rate, a lower pay rate, but they've got people on every corner, basically making relationships with people that live there. So that's different from, you know, defunding the police. Yeah. That's that, that sounds like it worked or like Camden was known for like, they were like the car theft capital of the nation for a while. Um, Camden had a lot of corruption in the police departments. I think like there's a lot of documentaries where it involved Camden police stealing money and robbing drug dealers and shit. So that makes sense. You start, you fire everyone and start that actually, that sounds like a solution that actually clicks and makes sense. Now, not charging people for crimes sounds stupid. It sounds dumb. If it's not if it's not criminal, like if you look at New York like this past week and maybe it was yesterday, the day before de- decriminalizing marijuana, you see you can have like what three or six ounces on you at any time. And you can have like five pounds at home for personal use. I'm like, yo, <laughs> there's going to be a lot of people. A lot of dealers are not going to make money anymore because <laughs> people are going to buy in 
in mass. They're going to buy bulk. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there will always be dealers. Um, yeah, that th- that's different, though. That's like drug possession. I'm talking about things where like it affects other people's jobs, stealing, because low level stealing, you know, like that's kind of frightening, um, meaning like some people are going to be like, well, it's just property. It's just, you know, maybe it's they're stealing canned foods and things like that. But like there could be a little kid in there, you know, fucking getting scarred for life, seeing that oh, the man. fear, the fear of go ahead. I was just going to say, did you hear the story about those two kids that like tased an Uber driver, an Uber Eats driver? Oh, I saw the video. And he ended up getting killed. Like did you see the video? Accident. I did not watch the video. I couldn't. Oh, I saw the video. I, I, I saw a lot. I, it, it came out. It was fucking wild. Like the guy was like, they're stealing my car. The person's just filming. He's like, this is my car. This is my car. And the person's just <laughs> filming to like call like, the police. They like, were 13 I, and 15 years old. And one of them was like, my phone's still in the car <laughs> after everything happened. He, like, he was shit. hanging off the, he was, he was, um, he had one foot. So imagine um, the person's filming from the passenger side outside mm-hmm. of the car. You see like this older Asian looking dude um, with one foot in there and his hand kind of one, his main body's outside of the car, yeah. but he's got like a foot trying to like get back in mm-hmm. and you really can't see inside someone like trying to lean over. And I didn't see the tasing part. Like they don't, re- I, I, I got, I didn't even know that till like after the story came out, but in the video, all of a sudden, while they're like arguing, the car takes off. Yeah. And that fucking door, that door hit something first. So you see that guy just get squished a little bit because yeah. that, that car go, and then they, they, they make a right behind like a, a building. And so it's out of frame of the person taping, but then you hear a loud ass fucking crash. Yeah. And then the person starts running towards the crash. And then you see homeboy's body on the fucking floor of the sidewalk you see the car on its side and you see one girl. Yeah. All the way up. And you see one girl getting out and like, there's um, I guess because it's DC, they still have uh, the Biden protectors. What are they called? The the military. Yeah. The Biden protectors are there. (laughs) The national guard. So they didn't know what happened. They're trying to help out these girls, like get out of the truck. And then the person comes and they're like, the person comes out is like, yo, they stole the car. The girls are the ones that stole it. Cause at first it just looks like a crazy accident. Yeah. And they're like helping her out. What the fuck? (laughs) His body was just lifeless, man. It was really sad. I was shocked that I saw that shit. It's sad. Um, and then and then it was wild because the the response by the mayor, who's a very controversial mayor, in my opinion, Bowser, Bowser, mm-hmm. whatever yeah, fuck her name is. I don't like her. He's the bad guy um, in Mario. Yes, the bad guy in Mario comes out and puts out a video about what you can do as a citizen to not get your car robbed. Look alive. Be careful. Like, yeah, be careful with your keys. That's that mentality. Old hands that's walk, like, walking across the street. <laughs> that's that mentality of protecting the criminal, of, 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 think, of the thinking that goes behind a law of not going after someone that commits a crime. It's, it's like, it's a slippery slope, man. Not Eventually, really. Not really. like these I mean, places are going to lead to that, oh, to yeah. other people just... Like it's, it's just sorry, t- it's not really slippery though. It's like a cliff. 
it's like yeah, it's exactly. already off the cliff man fucking cliff man because <laughs> i mean especially if if say dc gets statehood like they're never Hopefully going not. back there's no chance there's not a chance it's not like california where maybe 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 you know a recall leads to a republican governor dc will be blue forever and it will have those kinds of policies forever I just never understood that. Like, I don't know if it's like, regardless if it's a blue or red state, like those places that never change, but they're also not improving. I, I, and I guess like you can say DC improved because it used to be like a really cracked and place. Improved. New York. Yeah. Under, awful. under Giuliani. Yeah. In but, the seventies and eighties, New York was like not a place to go. <laughs> you did not want so to go. It was DC. Park. Yeah. DC, DC was just like, like that. <laughs> Yeah, obviously. Like, I mean, the parts that don't have like armed security, like you do not. DC is like tale of two cities. There's there's a a nice part and there's a really really bad part. Like you do not want to go in certain areas. And it really is like there's a line of demarcation. Like you can go two blocks in one direction and be in the green zone where everything is like pretty safe, and then the other side of it is not. (laughs) Absolutely, there's a lot of places like that, but um. Here's the issue I have with all that, man, is group politics, that 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 team mentality, no matter what happens, they have to protect their own. Yeah. Instead of being like the MLK way of judging a person by their character, doesn't matter their skin color, they just protect their own because it's like, I don't know. They, it's almost like they don't want to prove someone else. It's tribal and it's weird. It's we should be way beyond that in 2021, we but we're not. Yeah, we we're not at all. Yeah. It's crazy. We should be, but we're not at all. Um, I feel like there's a lot of self guilt in those in those conflicts. Where like, I don't know how to explain that, but I feel like people well, protect. Think about, it. think about it for a second. You're right. I totally agree with that. That's where the phrase liberal white guilt comes from. It's like, I've got it so good. So I feel like guilty. Like I need to you know, sacrifice some to, or I need to put myself out there and help out groups that are disenfranchised or underprivileged. And I think those, those words came out of that, that feeling, or maybe I got it so good. Maybe I should do more to give back, or maybe these people can't you know fight for themselves and they need somebody to fight for them since I've got it so well then maybe I should be that person. I think that's where that comes from. And that feeling that you're, that you're trying to, you know, trying to bring out. <clears throat> that's the, the problem with that thinking, which is mostly good. Like I agree with it. Yeah, and I think it's awesome. It's I think it's awesome yeah. that you're, that you're trying to help people, but it should be helping a person. Don't, don't just equate everybody to being from one group, all being the same because mm. we're not. White people are all not white. Yeah. <laughs> Some of y'all look the same, but like that's where it becomes an issue. It's yeah, like you like, just that's that's a, it's the same thinking as really, really racist people. Like yeah. that entire groups of people are all the same. And I don't know, it's just gotta come back to individualism and and um char- your own character. Handle your business. You are. Yeah, handle your own business, man. But if you are gonna help people help i'm not trying to stop anybody from helping yeah um but also like you got to realize that the people that you're helping not everybody's in the same situation right um so that was what uh 
I dropped that TED talk on you guys, you and John, this a couple weeks ago. And it's this guy in South Central. I can't remember his name now, but it was. Oh, I saw that a couple years ago. Yeah, it was, it was an a old few years old. Right? It's probably like 2015, yeah. 2014. I've seen it. You know? I remember watching that. Guys, like, we got to make community gardening, like food security, we got to make it cool. <laughs> That's something that we should get behind. And I, I actually used the Are We Today account to reach out to the city of Orlando to try to, you know, get some awareness to that because i think that's a good volunteer opportunity that i i might pursue if um, he re, if i remember correctly he was like like a gorilla gardener where like he gorilla would just show up yeah he would show up in places and like they would always try to kick him out mm -hmm. like, we don't want you to make this better like the yeah. city and shit would like yell at him yeah um, well actually that's that's true like certain parts of the city were not pleased with what he was doing but others were like as long as you keep it up and don't let it just be weeds, then yeah, you can garden here. We're not even going to expect you to, you know, give us a cut of whatever you give away or sell. Just don't let it go to shit. That's how we built the organization. I think that's beautiful. That's cool. No, that <laughs> is, that was, that was always a good one. And I always, um, I never followed up with it. So that's cool that you brought it back into my realm. Cause <laughs> I remember seeing it like when it came out and I always thought that that guy was cool. He might've been on Rogan to be honest. I bet he was. I'm, yeah. He might've been on Rogan as well. Um, but I do remember that TED talk. All right. So let's pivot to politics. I think we kind of are already in there, but we got several headlines. Um, <laughs> I want to talk about the infrastructure plan a little bit. Do you, have you read anything about it? The multiple trillion, trillion dollar infrastructure plan that uh, the president is, is trying to get, get through? No, I had some headline queens, but we'll jump into. Oh, no, 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 please go ahead. If you had a couple more. No, 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 no. We'll we'll, we'll, we can. It'll, it won't we be can't, next week. It won't be good if we, there are headlines next week. No, but we can flash. We can just fucking hit them up like in a storm right after this. Oh, um, okay. No, I want you to, to go over that with me because. Booty gang's I back. I looked at it. Booty gang. He's the, yeah. the uh, transportation czar, right? He got a lot of heat for saying that people who drive need to be taxed. Yeah, he walked that back real fast because he did not realize that most people and everyone drives that jobs. are poor. <laughs> yeah, especially poor people, you dumb fuck. Yes. <laughs> On the other hand, places like Texas are apparently putting plans together for high speed rail. And it's not just in like Austin or other blue areas of Texas, but it's like Texas has a plan to reduce its traffic load by doing a, a high speed rail system. So that's pretty cool. They would be one of the ones to, you know, benefit all big, in a big way from all that spending at $3 trillion, or at least part of that, that would go towards the infrastructure plan. I uh, mean, Orlando's doing that. We're finally getting a faster train. That's going to, yeah. and we live in the hub of it where it's going to be able to go to the West, South, North. Not too much on the going East. I don't think <laughs> it might, no. it might, but I probably won't. It probably won't. There's just too much. Um, I, but it's just like LA. Like you can't take the train to the beach because you'd have to go straight through Beverly Hills. Do you think any of the people that own like oceanfront property on the east coast of Florida would want there to be like the denizens of Orlando riding the train to no. their backyard? They're not going to let that happen. <laughs> They're going to. You, you can go to Miami. <laughs> Miami takes anybody. That's right. That's right. And they will. Good for them. No, I have not seen this, but um, it's crazy. Like, it's almost like no one cares anymore about budgets, mm. deficits. It's Fake like money. We've, we've accepted oh, the fact that money is digital and you can just mm. 
they don't they print it i don't even think they print shit they just create it out of thin air and put it in the computer your boy Grant um, would he uh went on jimmy Dore's show the other day and he's like i tell you what i'm gonna do with my 1400 stimulus check i'm gonna buy more bitcoin because <laughs> there's gonna be massive inflation and bitcoin is not one of the things that's going to be touched by that this guy Ta- you know, the gas is expensive already mm-hmm. like i've seen that shit go up by the biden effects taking place where yeah. everybody was warning you're like yo you, you vote in this team it's cool but you're gonna be paying more for everything i noticed that groceries have gone up um uh-huh. and a lot of like one of my friends that works in we'll call it food distribution he sets up like contracts okay uh, what's the, the right term for that with food and yeah, he does supply chains and, and, and like his company deals like with uh, what is it called? Analytics? No, I forgot. Yeah, I always I forget mean, the proper term. They work together. But he's saying that like because of COVID, a lot of uh, supply chains were obviously interrupted mm-hmm. and that's still taking its effect. And that's why things were getting more expensive at grocery stores and sure. things like that is because of not so much the politics, but the COVID effect still has its drip. Yeah. It's still they may hitting be, different they markets. They may be like pricing the market a little bit forward because mm-hmm. we're expected to see businesses get taxed a lot more, you know, to pay for all this spending. So it's not just, you know, people over making over 400 grand a year uh, as a couple or um, the 39.6%, you know, tax rate. It's, it's businesses too. And that's, I think the biggest concern is that it, it, that businesses like your friends are having is that they're they're trying to kind of get ready for the tax hike by charging more and they'll get away with it because at this point people are just happy to be able to buy stuff you know they're they're okay with uh maybe even negligible it could be 10 cents here 25 cents there but they're definitely passing that preparation that financial preparation onto the customer now they're getting ready for for the coming wave I, I lived through this um, with Obama and I saw it working in corporate America. I saw I was in one of the lucky fields where the company wouldn't cut your job. Mm-hmm. But what they would do is cut your pay. Yeah. So no matter what, it, it, no matter what, it comes down to the it's always going to even though like the really woke will always be like, well, he's, he's only taxing people that make over 400. Mm-hmm. He's only taxing businesses. So like us poor people, we're going to be OK. And yeah. it's like, well, who do you think gives you your job, you dumb fuck? Like all these places, they're not just going to take a hit and then not make you take a hit. You're right. You're either going to lose your job or pay is going to get affected. Yeah. And that's that's why in like this country, there's always in elections, changes like that cause people to change finally their beliefs. Mm-hmm. And then they, they start voting a different way because once your pay your paycheck yeah i mean mean, and it's only been a few months like in round one of this guy's term and it's coming bro before he gets 25th amendmented yeah pretty much dude (laughs) it's like i'm the only one they can see is crazy enough to pull this off (laughs) yeah it's weird man the guy can't even go upstairs which is sad he slipped a little bit Um, today but that's okay at least he didn't fall. His his dog are fucking. He's a horrible dog owner. <laughs> fucking shitting everywhere, biting people left and no, right. He bit rescue. someone else again. You have a rescue pet, or you have one that was adopted. So I mean, that, I'm I'm not I'm not deriding people who um who have rescue animals, but 
it seems like they have not been properly conditioned to um oh i didn't even know who's in white house rescue pets yeah they're both pound puppies i mean they're i did not know they got yeah they got kicked out and they're biting people now (laughs) they got kicked out for biting and then they re-bit someone this week bit somebody again and then someone shit on the floor and we're not someone shit on the floor we're not sure if it was biden but yeah, we really don't know if it was the dog or Biden. Kamala might have done it. Someone slipped. <laughs> so, someone slipped. She's known to get freaky. Saki might have. I don't know. <laughs> oh my god! All right, so real two quick, trillion. You have any, money. Yeah, three trillion. Three trilly. Three trilly. You know what's cool? A trilly. <laughs> yeah. A million dollars isn't cool anymore. You know what's cool? A trillion dollars. Um, what other headlines you want to go through real quick? Um, I'll go. I will just go down them. I had bang, a couple bang, bang. actually. Get it. One, one we can actually jump into. So this one's a quick one. Is police bust the world's biggest video game cheat operation? Oh wow! So I guess like um, I think they were Asians, mm-hmm. and they they were charging. It was called Chicken Drumstick, and chicken they were charging drumstick. like a, they were charging like ten dollars a day or some shit, and somehow they they were cheating in games like the ones we play, Call of Duty, on mm-hmm. mobile. Shout oh, out yeah. to my Call of Duty mobile players, which fucking I love you guys. Um, yeah, they were they made like seventy six million. They in just they were buying gangster ass cars, and they confiscated like forty six million in like luxury cars. Wow, so, that's incredible. And, um, that's a, that's real like gangster crime. You know, gangster crime. You know where they did? They were doing it in China, and China don't fuck around. So no. they, <laughs> they, yeah, be dead. they, yeah, they're some shit's gonna happen there. Uh, the nation's first vaccine passport is coming to New York, so mm-hmm. you can show. You're gonna have to show your papers to go Star to David at Square Garden. Yep, they are gonna make it into a nice, nice little uh, code, which some people are calling Star David. Um, New York State has launched a digital exerciser pass that residents can use to prove they've been vaccinated or recently tested negative for infection. Mm. I do think, um, or you can use, you can either use Android, iOS, or you can actually do a printout, which that leaves room hopefully for some fraud. Um, hopefully, yeah, yeah, hopefully. Well, that was another headline, which I don't have in front of me, but uh, the black the black market is already has a huge market for fake. Oh, I saw um, that. Vaccinated yeah. for fake vaccinated fake vaccination cards. Yep. It's all uh, the thing. Did you also, think it wouldn't be? Of course it is. <laughs> of course it is, dude. There's celebrities that are like scared to even say they won't do it. If there's a way um, that you can make money off tragedy, trust me, someone's going to do it. If there's a way that you can make money off of perceived security or being elitist setting yourself apart from the rest of the the crowd there is definitely going to be a market for that yeah uh quickly from the daily beast they reported that an indiana woman allegedly laced her ex's oatmeal with fentanyl then while he was getting like tired and shit she strangled him while he's buried to death with his favorite tie uh then he then she slammed his head against the floor so that bitch is crazy. She Savage. was caught, obviously. Uh, there's a Black Lives Matter guy with like a five head. His forehead is huge. Uh, and he was accused of smearing his own feces over an Abraham Lincoln statue. Hmm. So Trump had warned about this, that they're going to come after Abraham and they're going to come after Washington. And it looks like it's starting. Um, Taco Bell hot sauces are usually they're obviously free you know with if you go and eat there but now they're selling 
on eBay. People are selling that said they reported that listings range from about ten dollars up to a thousand dollars. Wait a minute. So yes, wait a minute. That's some weird <laughs> shit for a headline queens. So people and I went on there to look and I'm and I'm like, I'll be damned. There are people selling fucking the package you get out of Taco Bell. Wow. My last one and one that I would ask you your thoughts on is the US. So this is our boy Biden is waiving FBI background checks on caregivers at new migrant facilities to the Epstein people, to the people that believe in fucking pedophile networks. This is like a blaring signal. (laughs) In what context? Like, so like the, the right underneath the headline from uh, ABC news, yeah, from ABC, it says the Biden administration is not requiring FBI fingerprint background checks of caregivers at its rapidly expanded network of emergency sites to hold thousands of immigrant teenagers and children. Caregivers for Caregiver. for the sites where those immigrants are being held. Yeah, so like I told my friend, I'm like, this is like a this is like a buffet for a pedophile, bro. <laughs> this is. It's open again. Except, We're back in business, I mean, baby. Convicted sex offenders are now like jumping for joy. Oh yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Look these at people. These... <laughs> when you open, when you allow some shit like that, yeah, you're gonna get some disgusting pervs that are like, they're seeing fucking whatever they see in their eyes. It's not dollar signs, but they see. I don't. They see fresh meat. Not only is it, well, that's one. That's one perspective, I guess you can take. But the other is, don't you need like like trained professionals to deal with. that that might be what the woke would argue is like hey there's so many people it's an emergency situation so we lower the um, we need yeah we need to lower the requirements because these, we need more people, people are not even coming from south america a lot of these people are covid positive and you want to lower the requirements in any way for people like getting jobs to deal with this with with them at the border um that, that doesn't really the same people right that want to not charge crimes in certain areas so it's that same type of thinking you know what i'm saying it's the same type of thinking just in another aspect of our government Hmm. and it's going to have consequences that aren't good um in my opinion i don't i think that the 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 good of have finding people maybe in a area where you need people is not going to out benefit the possibility of bad people taking those jobs if anything the requirements should be at least the same as like a federal agent right i mean they yeah. should have to pass some kind of federal background check or a teacher to, to get or someone and then it should be the the training should be intense it should be as as tough as it can be to make sure that they don't have a bad situation when they actually get into the job I'm not sure how long they would be expected to be, you know, in that position. But from what I can see, it's it's kind of ramping up. So they're going to need to be pretty pretty hardy, you know. Yeah, it's wild. Doesn't seem like a good idea. I don't think it's a good idea at all. But like I said, it just opened up a buffet for those that like to take advantage of young. There you children. have it, folks. I mean, we I think we got away from the pedophilia and the sex abuse for several a couple episodes, episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Epstein's we're back, back baby <laughs> yeah Epstein's friends are fucking God. happy as shit um 
there there was a new study this is the last one i have is there's a new study that suggests that facebook may be uh, exacerbating polarization um, so it provides strong evidence that Facebook's algorithm currently tailors user feeds in a way that filters out different views. Even if the user subscribes to counter, to a counter, um, yeah, like a counter, word, like yeah, no, traditional, yeah, I, like so. And, your boy and it's, said that that was going to stop. I thought he went in the front no. and said that that was going to can't stop, won't stop, baby. No one's stopping him. <laughs> Come on now. And it showed <laughs> it. <to> do. <laughs> They showed a crazy stat, and this is a stat that I was going to tell you. This is from the American Economic Association. As recently as 2008, fewer than one in eight Americans consumed their news on any social media site, which makes sense. In 08, I was one of those people that always got my news from online. Mm -hmm. By 2019, 52% of Americans were receiving at least some sort of their news from Facebook, which is more than every other social media platform combined which i found hard to believe and it's more than any other news source because they just say facebook it's more than any other place that they can possibly get that information so it's more than all cable news it's more than any other social media platform that's wild yeah <laughs> they did have the caveat it's some of their news but when you get some of it from there i would imagine the quality of getting news from any other platform that isn't like seeing it with your own eyes is still not good yeah but yeah those are my headline queen i believe it some i believe topics. every one of those my friend it's not just headlines that's the facts um i got a story straight out of china you ready for this straight one out of, <laughs> straight out of wuhan <laughs> wuhan clan wuhan clan bring the ruckus um so there was an interview with experts from the two sides of the debate of where the virus came from. So one says wet market, right? One says like came from somewhere in South China where, you know, civets or bats or whatever were being slaughtered and, you know, sold. And the other one says it came from a lab and they were just careless and it got out from the lab. And so the, the debate has a lot of detail and I'll have to send you the article, but some wild, wild, you know, basic accusations are saying that there, there is research on file at this lab. This is what really hooked me. I was like, okay, now this is the oh, that they were testing it on humans. They weren't just testing it on humans. They were manipulating a virus to be to affect humans more. to humans. And I'm like, yeah. that would be the golden I mean, that would be the smoking gun. That would be the reason to say, okay, fuckers. <laughs> yeah. And, but of course, was, of course, they're not getting the facts they need. Of course, they're not. No. And, the and who the, is going like in doing an investigation. And the who is just kind of like doing a tour and being like, oh, there's your lab. Cool. Let's go have lunch. <laughs> like they're not. It was worse than that. I heard that like <laughs> the who is like, and you know how you, in your mind, someone says we're going to go investigate so you you send your own people to investigate oh yeah right so what happens in reality allegedly from china is the chinese investigated and then they tell you what they found they handed it <laughs> yeah they're like here you go this bro here's here's your research mandarin <laughs> what's supposed to do with this shit <laughs> so they go here's your research bro trust us <laughs> why would we lie 
here, here's some cash. Just go yeah. away. <laughs> Trust us. Oh, all right. Yeah, that's that's. Hopefully, the truth will come out sometime, man. Um, one of the one of the things that I didn't like about the U.S. media, which a lot of things I don't like about them, because they're all activists, the majority are, um, was the fact that China knew about this shit in like 2019. Mm-hmm. And they didn't really let anybody know towards like the really, really beginnings of 2020. Yeah. So there was a few months where like a little bit of notice maybe could have saved a lot more lives, could have allowed people to prepare more. Um, well, if they had the right frame of reference, if they had the right, you know, the right altruistic tendencies, they would have closed their own borders. They would have they said. They didn't. Mm, no. <laughs> and they also they also allowed um, almost like propaganda to come out because the initial videos, if everybody remembers, um were people fainting in the streets, people fainting in cars. Yeah, the movie so it really made was real. It made it seem like yeah. like, oh shit, this new corona fucking thing just getting motherfuckers in the streets. You could just plague. fall. Yeah, it was like a plague and and that's really we've lived through this shit. That's not what happens at all. At all. Like those videos are in question to me now. Like what what were the point of those videos? Were they actors? Were they fake? What what was going on? You, this doesn't happen with Corona. I'm sure it's any variation that people like fell out in China and they might have been sick. They probably weren't sick with COVID. They might have yeah, just just a regular <laughs> fucking air pollution day. Yeah, it's a, a horrible place to live. Apparently, like <laughs> you can get sick from all kinds of stuff. So I, I don't think it was. You're, you're right. I, I don't think it, I don't know if it was like actors, like stage events. It's probably just footage from people just tripping, like <laughs> being and coming from high, a country that's generally minor drugs. And it's pretty hard for like anything to come out of that country. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? They're pretty good at securing their data. Those are like videos. Those are pretty large video files that well, from from like gorilla, somehow were allowed from like guerrilla journalists from people kind of on the ground that are not in the tank for the for the communist regime and like they were punishing doctors that were talking about it and i remember that was happening too capturing people like torturing them and and you know what i bet that chinese agents or people loyal to that government are big on it's just like how do i like say this correctly i bet that they are using recent attacks on asians to to also protect themselves like don't say it's from china the virus like don't say that because asians are dying because you said that that's not why asians are dying dude several times in the uh the anchorage meeting not sure if you've read it that about that at all but um the the chinese delegation led by tiger woods um, <laughs> up, in, up in Alaska, uh, they turn, kind of turned it back around. And they said, you guys are having your own like problems with keeping people in line. I mean, the- Yeah, the black people are getting killed. Stuff, it speaks yeah. to how you treat your people and you need to- Don't talk to us don't, about don't it. When, about yeah. rights. And we're like, okay, <laughs> I see you. <laughs> yeah, and they're using that. Like now the woke actually gave 
Chinese people who have actual concentration camps where like Honestly. some of the shit that they do these people like allegedly like the men's wives are all slept with by like loyalists mm-hmm. to like to that's crazy they're getting raped is what it comes down to um they're they're making them forget their religion their ethnicities their it's just crucial and they're hiding and using woke movements here as a way to attack the United States to say, listen, you go fix that first <laughs> and, 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 uh, and don't can... tell us any, yeah, don't talk to us about our concentration camps, bro. Yeah. Your Asians are getting beat up on the streets. What's up with that? So What's they up? just do that. Yeah. All right. Last well, story for the evening. I know, I know, I know the, the public is clamoring for more, but I want to get your take on the Matt Gates fiasco. Let's go. Tell me, wild. Tell, tell me everything that you've learned in the last 24 hours. All right. So I got a text message from like my friend who always likes to make fun of shit. And he goes, look at you guys, Florida electing a pedo. And I'm like, what is this about? <laughs> and then I saw it's the New York times and it had every symptom of not a fake story, but a, it reminded me right away of the PP dossier of the famous the, the piss book yeah the the one that said that trump likes to get pissed on which turned out to be absolutely fake um but yet the media ran on it and the media chose to run on it only because that does mccain got it on his desk and mccain started telling the fbi and so to the media in their own um way of thinking even though it had even though they were being activists, they were basically like, hey, if the FBI and McCain are talking about it, that's enough for us to report that they're even talking about it. Mm-hmm. So how does this relate to Matt Gates? Is someone got information and that had some crazy shit in that information without giving the exact details of what's going on. Mm-hmm. They just let out the crazy shit without any context. So it's well, like... I mean, even with context, it's like it's crazy. Like I, I, I didn't, I didn't read the New York. Any of it. <laughs> I didn't read the New York Times piece, right? Like I didn't, I. So, so Gates could be guilty, right? Because I have not read what they have on him. But then I heard his side, right? Because I, you always have to hear both sides. His side is that there was a DOJ Florida prosecutor that all of a sudden reached out to his father, and he's like, dude your son is about to be in some shit with some sex traffic and shit, but we can make it go away for like a cool 25 milli. Right. (laughs) I read that part. And it's so, so Gates is like, Gates father told him, he's like, uh, FBI. So they went to their local FBI and he wore wire. So he met up with this guy at the law firm. He, they wore wire. That reminded me of Avenatti fucking trying to get money out of Mm -hmm. Nike. Right. And they were doing some shady shit. So they wore the wire, blah, blah, blah. The day that they were supposed to meet again to like get the instructions on where to send, like the first payment was going to be like $4 million. Um, The story breaks out in the New York Times. They so kind of fucked up the yeah. investigation too. Yeah. So there's, if he, it could be two things. It could be that he is guilty. And then there's some other shady shit going on with the deal with Biden's DOJ. Um it could be that he's innocent and they're just trying to go after another Trump ally, which is 
hap- there's also a whole positive. documentary about it. The most watched documentary of 2020 was uh, The Plot Against the President on Amazon. Still haven't seen it. I've only seen a couple minutes of it, but it's the number one watched documentary on streaming services. Um, and that's all about anybody that supported Trump being attacked by career prosecutors and, and people that are that were really upset that he became president and just yeah. hate the guy. And Matt Gates is one of his biggest allies, one of the biggest shit talkers. He's like the he, only, one of the is, only ones left. You're right. Yeah. He is <laughs> such a huge shit talker. So he has a target and I knew that. So that's why um, I, and you're going to tell me your side because I, like I said, I didn't read the New York times piece, but it had, I always, I'm careful because I know how operative the New York times is a leftist operation. I don't care what anybody says. So is the Washington post. So is most people so is most journalism like they lean a certain way and that unfortunately affects the way they're supposed to present facts to us because a lot of them present these so-called facts with intentions and um predetermined outcomes yeah the most fascinating wrinkle in this story is the connection that the the accusations make to joel greenberg does that name ring a bell at all so he was the former, or he is the former tax collector of Seminole County. He worked for him. Okay, okay. Oh. <laughs> I, I kind of heard a little bit about this. He was really but, caught with some shit. Yeah. Like he, he got arrested. Stole, he stole 400 grand from the county and spent it on like guns and body armor and a bunch of other stuff. And he, <laughs> it's not just the embezzlement. It's like people are saying, oh no, he he's a sex trafficker too. <laughs> so they're all in cahoots. There's like the, uh, there was a, uh, a picture. So they're saying that guy's in cahoots with Gates? And Roger Stone. Like they're all okay. buddy, buddy. There's a picture of the three of them uh, somewhere in, in DC. And that's like what the narrative is running with right now, that they're all like, they're all connected in the same uh, group of criminal activity. So it'll be really, really interesting to see if there's any truth or if there's any mistruth, any non-truth, any of that. Um, but I just think it's funny because there's a, a, I mean, he was the tax collector two years ago, like, and the, so, off, right the office around is like here four too. miles from my house. It's just like, yeah, it's right around here. <laughs> I think my wife yeah, that's- knew him at one point. I think my wife was like on a first name basis with him at one point. Wow. I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, did I just incriminate somebody? Oops. <laughs> Oops. So look, and, and this is how, like, I, I hope we're a good example to our listeners and stuff is like a lot of people play this teen politics shit where like, if I, if I was true, like MAGA, Q-tard, whatever, I would defend Matt Gates no matter what. That's not what I'm saying. Let the facts come out. If he yeah. did something wrong, let him burn. Like and that's how everybody should be. Absolutely. From both sides, from all from all sides. Absolutely. Like let him burn. At the same time, though, don't fall for no without actual facts that actually show crime. Like he he put out his side of the story, which is fucking insane it as is well. Insane. It is which insane. he could that's still like- be guilty though. Yeah. Even if he put out his side, he could still be guilty. And he implicated other people that are trying to do some Avenatti shit of like, give me some money and I'll make it go away. He said that the guy, the the guy told them like, Hey, I know people in the Biden admin. This is no problem. We'll make it go. I will take care of it. 25 mil. (laughs) Now at the same time, like where, and hopefully this never gets us in trouble, but like Roger Stone was a person that 
straight up said like he had to fire lawyers and shit because the lawyers were like, yo, just give us dirt on Trump. Like that's all that they want and they'll stop bothering you. And he's like, fuck that. I'm not doing it. And he ended up getting in trouble. And, and he got pardoned. Like, and pardoned. It was going to happen. He knew, he knew the pardon was coming. He was even in trouble. But and my we- point is, is that these people that investigate some of these um, possible crimes come in there with an agenda. It's, it's just like the media almost. Like, I feel like there's too many people. They're, they're working uh, together. In, in positions of power that have political enemies and they will do dishonorable um, actions that will, and they work together. They leak shit to yeah. the media yeah. to make the they're person all, look guilty, guilty by association. It's just yeah. a matter it's, of who gets the story first and who you know breaks it and who gets paid for that and who has the right access to information to be able to either make something up or make it look like it's true. So it, it's a really, really, really hard time to pick your news outlet. <laughs> And you know what? Like, this is going to be a good story for us to like show come that we to. learned. Yeah, that we can come show that we learned. Like, there's more facts that are going to come out. You know what I'm saying? There's no taking a hard line. Just know that it's just there's a lot of suspicious shit with him just being like the headlines were uh, Matt Gates under federal investigation for human trafficking and relations with like a 17 year old. That's some crazy shit. Like that, that is already in people's heads. People are going to keep repeating that. Even if he has found out that that is completely made up, false, not true. It's already in people's heads, right? It's already. Just immobilize it. (laughs) If it is true, then fuck him. That's the whole point is like, we don't know if it's true. He came out and he's like, I am demanding since the fucking New York Times is attacking me, I'm demanding that you release those. Uh, his dad wore a wire. He's like, release those tapes. Show mm-hmm. show that there's, show my side of this fucking crazy investigation of this motherfucker trying to get 25 million for my family. At that same time, I was like, Matt Gates's family is balling. <laughs> I didn't know that he had money like, yeah. like that, yeah. dude. He kept saying my family. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, that guy was um, the school superintendent of, uh, now where i'm from <laughs> i did not know that yeah, they're, they're, big, they're big in my hometown <laughs> yeah i did not know he came for money like that and he's young bro he's like a single dude he's like 35 i think maybe that gates yeah he's like a young dude probably slinging dick what but, i read, um, he got he got married a couple years ago but he's like 38 he's a little older oh yeah 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 yeah. he is he he was yeah, yeah you're right you're right he is married and he has like a step latin kid I think that's a whole other question mark. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't like know. Adopted, but didn't really adopt this kid when he was a lot younger. And now it's like a he's like a 17, 18, 19 year old. And it was like, and I guess what, when you're a politician, bro, like that's what happens, bro. You got targets on your back. And now it's like, I mean, and he's game, one that talks shit, bro. He talks and, so and much shit. He did. And he didn't have to do that. So he, I think he did. I he, think I think that he got a lot of respect from the people that vote for him. Like that's he, a good point. If you're you're consistently and constantly running for re-election, that's a great point. If you yeah. come out swinging, and that's your that's your whole shtick is that you're a that's fighter. your whole shtick. Got you're it. a fucking fighter, and that's got his it. shtick. Got it. But he wasn't going to last for forty years. He he might huh. he might have thought that he had 
the career politician, you know, I can do this for my whole life, but, and it's, it's, and if you're political, of course, that he's got a job lined up at like OAN or something. (laughs) That was another thing. That story broke out too. It's like, same time, the same, that happened first. The story about the job happened before, but it wasn't reported by OAN. It was, it's all like, it's all, it's almost like all scripted. It's like, look, we're going to make him look like he's going to leave Congress. He had a plan to leave. Then the investigation and, oh, that's why he's probably leaving because he's right. being investigated. Like, the dominoes these, mother, these motherfuckers are smart, bro. I saw, I've seen, <laughs> At the same time, I've I seen, every, and I, I question every single story that comes out. I'm like, okay, I know, I see where this is going. <laughs> it's and that's, that's what I hope our new generations, like when we're old, um, these times get studied. A lot is learned from it. Um, maybe not. Maybe it's how it's always going to be is that there's tailored news to meet agendas and to help bigger causes. But someone that's a fighter like Gates, the fuck up, the, 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 what you were saying, the problem with that and why he wouldn't last is unless your party's in power and now your political enemies are in power, this is, we still, we still are fucking human monkeys, bro. They're coming after you. Yeah, there's no, there's no like this is the the first world. This is fucking this is do or die, bro. And we got we got media, we got it's an it's they're smart, bro. Like I'm talking savage. about, I'm talking about, yeah, they're savages. You, you got they will end your career. These are the people that run cancel culture. Um, it's crazy, and they're coming hard after him. I can't wait to hear follow ups. I thought it was an interesting story myself um all right so we'll yeah. put that on your list of things to follow up on and we'll let you lead out with that next show definitely the only the last thing before we go uh on the last episode or like two episodes ago um i keep going back to the 48 laws yeah. of power so i was just going to read one law today yeah uh just let us know without going into too much detail and it was law number one never outshine the master and, yeah, uh, we talked about that last last show exactly so oh, so for yeah. this one it's Always make those above you feel comfortably superior in your desire to please and impress them. Do not go too far in displaying your talent or you might accomplish the opposite. Inspire fear and insecurity. Make your masters appear more brilliant than they are and you will attain the heights of power. Damn, that's crazy. That's raw. So this gives you an idea what this book's about. Mm-hmm. Whether you believe in this philosophy or not, it's good to know it because other people will use these techniques on you, you in the real world. I mean, Correct. You see it in everything. Um, so this one we just discussed off air, but it was about the, it was Nicholas Foucault. So he was the <laughs> the finance minister. So just quickly, because he, I'm not going to go into like everything, but he gave an example of this finance minister to a king. And he's like, he wanted to like really show how much he cares for the king. So he threw one badass party. Baller party. The greatest food, baller. I'm talking about baller, baller, baller parties. The entertainment was sick. The you food eat the dinosaur? was sick. Try it out. Yeah. They got fucking dinosaur eggs, everything. Bro. <laughs> they had everything at this party. It was wild. Celebrities were there. Fucking anything you wanted was there. And it was, uh, he was like, dude, I'm doing this for my king. The king is there and he's just like, yeah, what is this guy doing? <laughs> he's got too much. He's got too much power. So they basically arrested his ass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that. 
same it goes hand in hand with that law if, if uh, so i just throws great parties make sure that you don't make <laughs> you don't throw a better party than him that way he did not he look at it, that it. Way. <laughs> what do you think about never outshine the master in law number one what do i think about it i think you're supposed to make your boss look good so you can read the benefits of that and that relationship is usually based upon mutually assured success and if it's not then you got to get out like as soon as you yeah, realize yeah. it you got to get out yeah so yeah i that's that's just and so we'll throughout the episodes we'll do i'll probably go over all 48 but that was just law number one um which is interesting just to give you a little taste of a much recommended book from all aspects of life. I've seen this book come up and it's not uh, really self-help. <laughs> it's more like <laughs> you better know this information because you will be which is self-help. At some point. It is helping yourself, right? Like you got to know this information. But yeah, but it's, it's self-help in the same vein as like, you know, art of war, which yes, you know, it, it's there, almost, there it's, are, there are truths to it, but you know, there's a trade-off to that. If you let yourself lose perspective, it can get kind of dangerous correct and there's people like and he warned he goes there's people that are going to be like why are you why are you learning this why do you want power and he mm -hmm. warns about those people because those people are doing their own techniques for their power yeah. <laughs> like those are the ones you got to really look out for i think it's better to think about it and since you've kind of brought it to the show like you can still learn from it and not use it or you can still learn from it exactly and understand when somebody else is using a technique such as that and exactly. you can insulate yourself and you can protect yourself from fallout. If someone on your, on your team, somebody you work with or somebody in your family or your life is going down a path of, you know, manipulation or, you know, trying to get something that they feel that they're entitled to. And they'll try to use one of these influential tactics that is, it's kind of like a gray area. Maybe you can reach out to them and you could say, look, I see what you're trying to do. And that, <laughs> It's going to backfire. Yeah. Or, alternatively, or, uh, alternatively, if it's the right choice and it's a good thing, that, you know, you're going down that path, you can also advise them because you know. Exactly. And I was, and, and just to jump, just to go off that is um, maybe it's someone, one of your friends or someone in your life that's like, I don't understand like why something is happening at work or something. And they're making that mistake. You know what I'm saying? Of like, oh, you're trying to outshine, you're doing too much to outshine this person. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like in front of their boss. Yeah. Like the, so <laughs> it's about like everything in life, it's a balance. And I just feel like, I think that our listeners might gain a little bit of benefits from just, just hearing some of these really thought out techniques with historical um, references to them. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. I think it's awesome. And thank you for bringing it to the show. That's a yeah, very for sure. take. But uh, yeah, that was an interesting week. Um, it's episode 37. The big 3-7. We passed seven. the 3-6. We're going to be 37 this year. How about that? Holy shit. <laughs> Shout out to our new listeners, all our old listeners. We really appreciate you guys. Uh, make sure you check us out on social media, on Instagram, Our Week Today, uh, Trevor, on Twitter at Trev, Trev underscore, underscore Jordan, Jordan. Twitter. and Jordan one like Michael. Billion. Yeah, That's one right. billion. Hit me up on there. Hit me up. Soon to be one trillion. <laughs> yeah, one trillion dollars. That's a pretty cool name. 
So yeah, if you're a one and you don't have one name, that's a cool name. One trillion. I hope we have a one listener. At we least have I mean. <laughs> yeah, we have to have one. All right. All right, broskies. Everybody stay woke. Always. And until next time. Peace out. Peace out.